0: From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night.
0: It's gang time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Allen Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward Weiss, and Ryan Fox.
2: And good morning. Welcome to Thursday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, as we, uh, we move around the room, we're ready. We're ready for a big day. It's Man, I'm going to tell you right now, it is chilly again this morning walked out the door and went, whoa, <laughs> welcome to, uh, welcome to December. Um, uh, I mean, and, and you know what, isn't that weird? I mean, that's, it's December fellas. And we are moving right along with this football season. Uh, Ward White's good
3: morning. How are you feeling this morning? I'm good. Thank you. Good. You ready to go jogging? I mean, um, no, <laughs> <laughs> thank you though. If you, if you had, never mind. I know the answer. If I had to go jogging,
2: would I? No, I was going to say, uh, is is you know you've been feeling poorly the last couple of days, but you know I was trying to get you a couple of tickets to the uh, to the soccer match and didn't know is it a match or a game? Match, and it is a
3: match. Okay, I, I didn't know if you would like that or or not. No, I don't feel well enough for that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: man, oh man, I mean, but. Is it because? And Ryan, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Tom, how are you? I'm good. Uh, is it because it's the red, white, and blue?
4: I mean, is that why? Or it's got to be it's that and the fact that it happens only every four years, once every four years. I mean,
2: I get jazzed up for like the uh, the Ryder Cup and, mm-hmm. and and stuff like that uh, in golf. But I love I love to watch golf. Period. I mean, you want you want the best nap in the world. Put the golf tournament on on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. But I do enjoy watching them make, you know, those great shots that I can't make, you know. Like landing on the green, not to the left of the green or to the right of the green or short of the green or short of the highway. (laughs) You hit it over the fence with that big old duck hook. Uh, Anyway, I, I, you know. I didn't know if it was because of the red, white, and blue because, look, there's people all over this town gathering and watching. And I'm just curious where, you know, because the next match against the Netherlands is going to be on Saturday morning, will they gather or do you watch it at home? The last couple of matches have been on weekday workdays in the middle to late afternoon. This one's going to be on a Saturday. So how do you treat that? So curious. If if you've got that on your agenda for Saturday, two five four six six two sixteen sixty 662 is the CNC Collision Center text line. Let us know. We I'd we I, I like to know. You never know. We may show up. Ward and I may be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a football game, don't you? I do. I'll be in the press box. In Belton, Texas. Yes, I will. All right. We'll get to that here in a little bit. All right. So you know what we need to do? We need to say good. And there's a lot to talk about today. Uh, we need to say good morning to Mike Gray from over at the uh, Humane Society of Central Texas. Mike, good morning. And let me just ask, is is it is it something that people do? Do they go to the Humane Society and, and adopt an animal and give it as a Christmas gift? Do you see that some?
5: Um, so we tend to uh, like to do the, um, uh, gift cards. You can get a gift card and give that gift card to, uh, uh, somebody and they can come up and, and pick out their uh, own. Perfect. You know? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so a dog, a dog uh, that Ward might pick out for you might not be a dog that you would want to pick out for you. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh, gift cards are always awesome.
2: I would hope that if Ward's going to pick out a dog for me, he would know what kind of dog I want and, and what kind of dog suits <laughs> my lifestyle. I mean, right. you know, but anyway, so a gift card, that makes a lot of yeah. sense. That makes yeah. a lot. We also. I, I just try to ahead. keep the dog, you know, wrapped in the, in the wrapping and under the tree would always be a, a task as well.
5: Right. Yeah. That might be a little difficult. Some dogs would be surprisingly good at it. Um, some would be a little more difficult. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I could see that. I can, I can absolutely see that, you know, and then yeah. try to keep them quiet, you know, so it's, <laughs> it doesn't ruin the surprise. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, that that could be difficult, and then cleaning up after it, you know, this yeah. and that. But
2: uh, but I would uh, think, you it, know, it, that would be a cool gift, a gift card to for an animal. Yes, for a, for absolutely. A, for for your, your favorite pet. How cool, yeah. you know. And, and you've got uh, we, some dogs available, don't you?
5: We do. We do. We have a bunch of dogs, um, you know, in foster care. And we will actually be um, this Saturday from 10 to 2. Um, in the PetSmart parking lot right over there by Outback and and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll we'll have the adoption trailer out there. We'll have some uh, dogs that are available for adoption out there. And uh, we're also having a huge garage sale. And so we have anything from couches to entertainment stands to clothes to uh, truck toolboxes, regular toolboxes, pack out stuff. We're going to have a whole bunch of cool stuff so you can go out and buy a christmas present and and uh support uh, the humane side at the same time
2: very cool very cool so uh that's coming up this saturday right
5: yes sir it's saturday from 10 to 2
2: so t- talk to me a little bit or uh, about the adoption uh trailer so you're gonna how many animals you know just rough guess how many animals do you think you'll have saturday
5: hopefully we'll have about five to six okay. um out there uh but the good news is is we're, we're getting a lot of negative tests back on our December our test that we're doing in the shelter. And mm-hmm. so uh, after we get those negative tests back, we have to wait another two weeks and then retest, and if everything's still negative, then we can open back up. So uh, we're we're almost at the two-week point where we can retest again. So hopefully within two weeks, we'll be back up and running 100%. So um, it's been a process, but we're about to be back up and and. Uh, running 100 percent at the shelter, so it's pretty
2: exciting. I'm assuming you still need uh, blankets and dog food and things like that to be dropped off at the humane society. Yes,
5: yes sir. Dog food right now is a big, uh, a big uh, need. So if anybody's willing to drop off some dog food, that would be amazing. All right. Um, so, Mike, uh,
2: again, give us the details on Saturday's big event.
5: Saturday 10 to two uh, Petsmart parking lot we'll have the Dawson trail there and then we'll have a bunch of uh, donated items that we'll be selling off at, at bargain bin prices uh, so come on by
2: all right Mike thanks appreciate your time as always Thank you guys That's Mike grave from the Humane Society of Central Texas and I, I just got to think about that what a cool what a cool gift you know what little boy or little girl wouldn't love a, a, a new a, a pet you mm-hmm. know and they they've got them available. And and that's a that's a great way to do it. You 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 know, you wrap up a gift card and you say, "Hey, look, on Saturday we're going to go adopt a dog and it's going to be your dog forever." Great idea. Yeah. It's your forever dog. So there you go. All right, 708 uh, and it is a, a Thursday morning. You know, there are some high school playoff games that are coming up uh tonight. And the one I've kind of got my eye on, we talked about it a little bit, and, again, uh, it's, it's a rematch from earlier this year, and it's Burl and Brock. I think that's going to be a fun football game.
4: Yeah, up in Region 1, Class 3 Division 1. It's going to be a great game. The first time these two teams played, it was 39-35. Brock got a big stop at the goal line the first time. So it's exciting the first time. I think it's going to be just as exciting the second time around.
2: Yeah, I told you guys uh, the other day I was texting with the head coach at Whitesboro is a friend of mine, and he uh, he and I, he said we got we lost by an inch. I mean that was how he described it. and He goes, and I think these kids want another opportunity. So, and who knows how it's going to turn out? But I, what a what a great story to have two really good football teams circle back around and play each other uh, in in this round. So that'll be a lot of fun. So we're we're going to talk some high school football a little later on today. Uh, Also, we're going to get into some college football news and notes, some great news for college football fans. And uh, we'll also get into the Cowboys and the Colts with RJ Achoa. He's going to join us. Steven Simcox will be here to talk some Horn Frog football. TCU and K-State getting ready for the big festivities on Saturday. Boy, and ESPN is blowing this thing up. The national ESPN guys, radio and TV. I mean, they're making a big deal out of this TCU-K-State game. And you know it's pretty cool that they're doing that but uh you know i was a little surprised by their approach to this game because normally they lean towards that conference that's a little bit to the right and south of us in the SEC but man they are they are game day in it and they're they're really promoting that 11am window and so it's kind of cool to see this league getting the love but you know what it's the only top 10 matchup going isn't it Mm -hmm. so
3: why wouldn't you blow this game up well you should I mean this is the marquee game isn't it oh I think it is I mean I I think this is going to be probably the best game of all of them in the conference championships I agree I mean when you look and and again we you don't know how they're going to go but when you
2: look at this thing you go hey this this is a great this is a great matchup And again, Kansas State had, what, about a three-score lead on TCU at one point? And the Frogs come charging back, and TCU had, you know, a mass unit on the sideline with defensive players, offensive players, you know, uh, not available and dropping. And so who knows? I mean, and again, you're talking, what, about six weeks later, so we'll see. Uh, We'll talk some high school, college. We'll talk a little bit about everything uh, later in the program with Bryce Cherry, he would join us, uh, the uh, sports editor of the Waco Trip. So we got that for you all right here on ESPN Central Texas. And again, if you want to join us, anything you want to talk about, anything that we left off the list, it's the e, uh, it's the Centex Sport, uh, the CNC Collision Center text line. That's what it is. And it's at 254-662-1660, 254-662-1660. It's December the 1st. When do you do your Christmas shopping? Are you a one day let's go buy everything we want, get it and get it done, get it wrapped and and move on? Or do you throughout the month? I've done it both
4: ways. How do you do it? I do a lot of my stuff online, so it's
2: like it's sporadic. (laughs) Of course he does. Online, of course he does. (laughs) He's 12. I mean, what do you expect? (laughs) Ah. I, I, you know, I don't do that. I mean, I go to the store. I mean, I go to the store, but I am a one day, you know, i I've, I've, i I block out this day to go do whatever I'm going to do and get it done. Because I've told you before, I am not a shopper. I am a buyer and I know what I want. Or I, most of the time I know what I want. Sometimes I don't. But I know this, I'm not going from store to store doing comparative pricing, you know. Oh, they've got it in blue here, but they've got it in green over there. I'm not doing that. Not doing that. Got other things to do. Not doing that. I mean, it's like, here's a list. Let's, you know, check it off and move on to the next thing. But, you know, look, keep the receipt. And if it needs to go back, it can go back. A couple of days later, I am not chasing stuff all over, all over town. Just, I, I, it's, I can't do it. I mean, now look, you want the gift to mean something and you want it to, to, to be thoughtful. But I am not going to go, okay, well, Ward just texted me and said that, you know, there's 17% off. If you go over to this store and get it, I'm not doing it. Do you do that? You chase, no. do you chase stuff. No. I don't even going to ask you. You're going to you're going to buy it online. Do you do all your shopping online? I mean, not all of it. You I mean, don't. You don't fight the. You don't the traditional fight the crowds at the mall. You haven't. You you don't do that. I no. That's not.
3: It's not oh, something I typically partake that's in. Christmas, yeah, that's Christmas, isn't it? Part of that's part of the
2: fun. <laughs> yeah, you know. Watch the wrestling matches because <laughs> I had it first. You know. <laughs> No, that, you you got to go to the mall and see all that fun stuff. Do you not go see Santa? Hmm?
4: Oh, my parents haven't taken me to see. We go. We hang ta- on a second. What do you mean your parents
2: haven't taken you? Well, you can you, still go. You,
4: you got a car. I do. You can I go do. see Santa. We take my little. We've been taking my little brother every year, so I I have gone to see Santa, but this year already? No, 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 oh, not, no, no. The, not the not yet, not yet.
2: Is Santa at, at the stores now? Yes, he is. Okay good now that, i think that's the cool thing now oh that's fun you know not don't want to be confused as a stalker but i like to go check out santa and, and watch everybody enjoy themselves and i think that's kind of the cool thing
4: i've probably been a little too big to sit on his lap and ask for a gift but never
2: never no <clears throat> never we were just talking to stephanie yesterday about the reindeer thing they fly and she didn't believe it well and yeah, but I mean, she was wanting to do races with them, and I was wanting to see them fly. So you got to believe that they can fly, and then you got to believe in old Jolly Saint Nick. That's a cool thing. I mean, so yeah, too you can go get a picture with Santa. There's nothing wrong with that. I think it just I think, might then, huh? Yeah, why not? There you go. All right, uh, 7-15, 15 after 7, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to dive into some college football news and notes. We're going to do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas.
6: This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022. Snap back to Prescott. He's got a lot of time. Only heard here. Deep dare. down the right side. Oh, it's caught at the 45, 40. All season. Power 20,
7: 10, Pollard. Sunday night
6: it's your Cowboys
7: and the Indianapolis Colts live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas
8: Cowboys radio network station.
4: It's the Cowboys and the Colts Sunday night at 6 on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colge Ford. It's that time of year, it's football season and Bird Colge Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150 for 45 years in a row. Lock in your best price and rate right now by custom ordering your new F-150 today. Simple, easy, trusted, experience better at BK Ford.
0: FM and 100.9 FM.
3: Reed's Food Store is proud to support your Mark Panthers, owned and operated in downtown Mark since 1925. The Reed's Food Store family is proud to have backed the Mark Panthers for 97 years. Reed's Food Store is here to serve you and your family, and they strive to save you time, energy, and money. After 97 years with the Mark Panthers, they are thankful to still be your hometown grocer. Reed's Food Store is open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. Reed's Food Store says, Go Panthers!
0: Brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson. And good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace.
2: All right, 7.20, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Ryan, we're a happy year alongside for the Thursday morning commute. As we get you ready for work or school this morning uh I don't know if you guys saw this but uh, Kyron drones the uh, backup quarterback for the Baylor Bears has announced he's going into the portal with the possibility of returning to Baylor what's that
3: all about uh it just guess is he this, doesn't find the right fit he's coming back it's just this is not
2: diving in head first is it this is uh, kind of dipping your toe in the water I guess
3: i don't I don't get it I don't know i don't I don't Interesting. I think it's the transfer portals. I mean, it can be good for teams, but I think it's just way too rampant right now. I I'm not going to disagree
2: with you. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Look, if they said you have to decide one way or the other, you can have it or you or 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 throw it in the trash. I'd throw it in the trash. I would. Uh but with that said, it's there, and you better know how to work it. Know how to uh, know how to work it in your favor, and uh, you you know you're going to have players. That are gonna that are gonna go and Kyron Dritton, So now Baylor's gotta be looking into that portal, I think,
3: to see what's available. Because you always want you always want a good number. Uh Well, I mean, I don't understand the process if a guy says, oh, All right, I'm gonna enter the transfer portal, do you hold on to his scholarship just in case he decides to come back? I don't know. Or what if you know? What if don't there's a
2: guy in the in the portal you yeah, want? Yeah, why don't
3: why don't you do your due diligence and go say, okay, well, if you're going to do that, then I'm going to go find. I've got to find somebody to replace you. And,
2: and maybe they have.
3: And we, you know, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I do, I don't either.
2: But that's that's where we are today. I mean, and I saw this yesterday on 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 Twitter and and uh, where he you know made the announcement and posted on, on his account. And so there you go. Kyron Drones is uh, is moving on. Or at least we think he's moving on. Uh, Let's see. A couple other quick notes here, college football-wise. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, it looks like we're going to go ahead and have our 12-team playoff after the 2024 season, right? No. Yeah, the 2024 season. After the 2024 season. Apparently, one of the stumbling blocks was the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl wanted some assurances. The college football playoff was not willing to give them those assurances they did some negotiating and now the Rose Bowl the last stumbling block is on board for a playoff a 12 team playoff which means seven additional football games and that'll be coming after the 2024 season here's <laughs> here's my here's my question and somebody's got to know the answer i don't why can't we do if if the Rose Bowl is on board why can't we do it after the 2023 season if it's about a you know why can't we? I mean, obviously there's got to be some reasons why you would not do it because it's about 450 million more when you're talking about this format, the 12 team
3: format. So the question is, I'm sure if everybody's has do, on, there has to be something, right? I'm sure it has to do with the current television contract in place. Well, they just said ESPN's on board too. I, I know, but I'm just I'm telling you, there's there's got to be something there.
2: It said, you know. One one reports that after 18 months, uh, the process began last summer. Representatives from all 10 conferences uh, agreed, you know, including the Rose Bowl and all the bowl games and ESPN television, they've all agreed, and, and now they're going to have, you know, they're going to have the uh, the playoff in place for the 24-25 season. I'm like,
3: okay, I'm greedy. <laughs> I don't want to
2: wait until the 2024 does season. Does
3: ESPN have all the bowl games as of right now? I know they had the majority of them. Well. I don't know. I don't remember. I I
2: think probably all the bowl games that are involved in the college football playoff, I think they,
3: between them and their, in ABC, which is, you know, all Disney owned. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do they right now? I mean, the ones that are going to be involved. Yes, they do. As of, is that why they have them because that contract runs out after next year? I don't know the answer to that. I'm just asking because I think there was some bowl games on other channels last year. Yeah, not many, though. I mean, you now, stop the not very think about many. it. There's CBS, not many. I
2: know CBS has the Sun Bowl. and Yeah. Uh, but, of course, that's not one involved. No. I, that's a great question. We, we'll need to look up all the bowl games and what their television
3: affiliations are. But I think probably... I think they had the majority, but I, yeah. I, it, that may be the stumbling block. But I, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah. I, and I'm saying figure it out. <laughs> there's, You know,
2: you got 12 months. Figure it out. <laughs> Why can't they? I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some really good reasons. You know, the, uh, the original 12-year contract for the 14 playoff ran through the 25 season, the original, contract expanding the field to 12 would require unanimous consent from all stakeholders which is the 10 conferences espn and the bowl games so it says espn specifically Mm -hmm. so that's and Uh, apparently they've got that done now for a 2024 12 team playoff
3: the duke's mayo boat no excuse me the tony the tiger Bowl is on cbs yeah the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl is on Barstool Network.
4: <laughs> sure it is.
3: <laughs> the The
4: LA Bowl and the Las Vegas Bowl both are on
2: ABC. Well, that's part of the ESPN family. Well,
3: yeah, yeah. they're all on ESPN except for that one. And then there- there's one, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl has no network next to it. Wow. Um. So the answer to your question, yes.
4: <laughs> I yeah, they're all they're all ESPN or ABC for the most part.
3: The majority are, or ESPN too. There you go.
2: Now, at some point, at some point, does the college football playoff, when this contract is up, do they open it up to all networks, streaming streaming networks? over the air networks they open it up to everybody to have a to have a shot at it and and see who's going to write the biggest check
3: i would think that would be the smart thing to do yeah
2: down the line i mean it does i mean where they go from here i mean I, i don't know if they're reworking contracts right now for the 12 team format or how all that works i would love to know But, you know, I'm just saying again, if you could do it in 20, if it, if all the pieces are in place now for a 2024 startup, why can't all the pieces be in place for a 2023 startup? A 12 team, a 12 team playoff next
3: December. Well, it has, it has to have something to do with money.
2: I would think, I mean, again, you, you now have all the pieces in place, according to these reports for twenty twenty four why can't you do it twenty twenty three just just ask you the question I don't know I don't know all right uh it's seven twenty but here's the good news the good news is they're going to do it and we're going to be at twelve does it stay at twelve for for a long period of time short period Probably. of time
3: i I mean as long as it took us to get off four.
2: I'm just wondering when they see the dollars roll in and they see the, the TV ratings and they see all of the cool things that go with it, does that thing start to grow like the basketball tournament has? I don't know. I mean, now you got play in
3: games to the basketball tournament. What, what if it, it falls on its face? How could it? I don't know. I'm just. I, that up. It's <laughs> college football. How could it? It's not going to. No. I mean, look at all the debates about, I mean, you know, who's. Who's in, who's out? Every other division
2: has it. Absolutely, they do. Of course, every other division also has a way to get in and play your way in and Mm -hmm. not be selected. Well, there is selections involved. There's some at large. I get it, right? Mm -hmm. There's not many, though, is there? No. It's, It's based off of championships, is it not? You get the conference championships and the rest are voted in. So there you go. All right, 729, let's talk some Cowboy football with RJ Achoa. Let's do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is Game Time, your first word in sports, and we're right back with more in just a moment
10: everyone with today's Cowboys report. I'm Christy Scales. Coach McCarthy tells you why the defense is spending extra time preparing for the dynamic Colts running game right after this.
5: Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA.
10: What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label?
5: It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals.
10: Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels.
0: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
10: This Sunday in primetime, you'll see the Cowboys defense trying to stop arguably the best running back in the NFL, Jonathan Taylor of the Colts, who led the league in rushing last year and is an all pro. In just 41 career games, he has over 4,500 yards from scrimmage. Cowboys head coach Mike McCarthy knows his defense will get a heavy dose of Taylor.
2: You know, his ability to to run inside with the discipline and toughness, and then he also has the ability to finish runs. So, I mean, I I think he's a dynamic runner. We're spending extra time on on him in the run game, but uh, I would not be surprised if he carries it north of 20 against us.
10: Yesterday, receiver James Washington practiced for the first time since injuring his foot in July, and there's hope he could return to game action in the next few weeks. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and
9: trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com.
6: When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Doosan Forklifts because they get the job done too. Doosan builds cushion electric and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at asco equipment and they service and support it quality forklifts that get the job done asco equipment they're on it whatever it is have you ever been stranded on the side of the
2: road the next time it happens call big boys wrecker service to get you and your ride where you need to be you can count on big boys wrecker service to help you with roadside assistance such as when your vehicle won't start you've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud no job is too big or too small they do it all family owned and operated since 1984 big boys record service call 254-662-3031 and remember to slow down or move over
0: espn radio sports center
9: i'm lark smith with your espn central texas sports update brought to you by asco equipment in belton off i-35 on it with case construction equipment whatever the job is Baylor running back Richard Reese has been named the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. Junior defensive lineman Apu Ika was named to the All-Big 12 first team, while Dylan Doyle, Connor Galvin, and Jacob Gall were second-team All-Big 12 selections. C.J. Hall scored 14 of his game-high 17 points in the second half to lead the MCC Highlanders to an 82-63 win over Dallas County Northlake. Four Big 12 teams were on the court last night. Iowa State topped North Dakota 63-44. Texas Tech beat Georgetown's 79 65 and tcu upended providence 75 62 kansas state suffered its first loss 76 64 at
0: butler sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas time to talk cowboys with RJ Ochoa from blogging the boys on espn central texas
2: All right, 7.33, welcome back into the program. This is game time. It's uh, Tom, Ward, and Ryan. We're glad you're with us. Cowboys and the Colts coming up on Sunday night. And uh, we uh, bring in RJ H.O. to talk about the Cowboys and the Colts. First of all, good morning, RJ. Appreciate your time. Are you concerned at all that there's still a little bug that uh, is going around in the uh, Cowboy facility and in holding some guys out, being under the weather a little bit?
11: Good morning, guys. Great to be with you. Honestly, no, um, you know, I, I think last week was the more intense week um, as far as the illness, the bug, the flu, whatever you want to call it, um, and how it was percolating around, um, you know, around the team. Uh, I'm not a, a doctor or, a, I don't know, an epidemiologist or, or whatever. I'm Anybody fit to kind of study that. But um, but it seems like they've made it through the worst part of that. So um, I think ultimately they'll be fine in that capacity.
3: RJ Cowboys release bash on the defensive end to open up a roster spot. Who do you think that they got their eye on for that roster spot?
11: You know, so they activated James Washington's 21 day practice window yesterday, consume a roster spot. But I I think that that has to be it. I think that they're just kind of prepping for that and and opening that up in advance. Um, You know, they they do have the, the practice squad elevations for Tack McKinley left. I mean, they can get kind of cute with how they want to do things. So, I ultimately really do think that um, they might just be fine in a technical sense rolling with 52 dudes um, and therefore, you know, allowing the promotion of James Washington next week. If that's what it comes down to the promotion of, you know, Tyron Smith, if that's what it comes down to the signing of Odell Beckham Jr. I really do think it is one of those three players, um, even though technically this week, none of them occupy that spot.
2: What is the process? I mean, you know, that he's going to meet with all three. So what will that, do you know what that meeting will look like from the Cowboy perspective? Is it about his health?
11: Yeah. I mean, I I think the Cowboys, that's their main issue or concern or or objective um, is to figure out his health situation. The Cowboys are are pretty strict when when it comes to health standards. Now they will take their chances. I mean, obviously they drafted Jalen Smith and Damone Clark, right? Like they're not afraid of that, Uh, but this is a different situation. This isn't a 22 year old player. It's a 30 year old. And so, Um, They really want to get a look at at how he looks medically um, to understand, um, obviously, what what his future looks like, but more specifically, how soon he can get on the field, you know, to help them this season. I I think that, you know, some people lump the Odell thing into being just about next year, just about this year. The the facts are the Cowboys really wanted to help them both in the here and now as well as down the line.
3: Is there a possibility this is a long-term contract for Odell Beckham?
11: I think at this point, it, it kind of, is, Odell has that leverage, I think. And, you know, he, he played the, the one-year deal last year and, and almost parlayed it perfectly into a Big Ten deal somewhere else. Obviously, he got hurt. Um, but but I, I don't see how it isn't. I mean, I, I would, I, especially with the Cowboys. I think, you know, he wants to join the Cowboys and kind of stick around for a little bit, uh, especially around this young nucleus. I mean, I, maybe the Bills are able to convince him to just kind of, you know, run this thing through through January and February. Uh, But ultimately I do think that he's looking for something of the long-term variety. He's been very quiet about that. Hasn't he? He has. And he hasn't. Um, That's what's made this situation fun. I know everybody, you know, got up into a tizzy about the airplane story earlier in the week. Um, But, but he has, I mean, he has definitely done his part. Um, He has definitely, um, you know, kind of flirted back or, or played footsie back, giving you that look across the dance floor, right? Like, Hey, Uh, This is our song after all, you know, you you still ultimately have to be the first person to walk over and ask to dance. Um, But, but he is, he is making it very, very well aware that he does want to dance.
3: What kind of advantage does Dan Quinn have going against his former quarterback?
11: Well, he did it last year and um, (laughs) they destroyed him. And so um, that was a a better team, obviously than this year's Indianapolis Colts and, Uh, It is strange to see Cowboys coordinator Dan Quinn against Colts quarterback uh, Matt Ryan. But um, I I think that if anyone can destroy Matt Ryan, obviously it's Dan Quinn. If anybody knows him him that intimately, it's Dan. Um, And unfortunately for Matt Ryan and the Colts, everybody has had success in destroying them this season. So um, it does feel like the Colts are walking into um, a was it a Kobayashi Maru? The unwinnable situation. Um, it, it's it's a long road for the Colts. It would be difficult to see them have much offensive success on Sunday night. H- has
2: the have the has the Colts gave a different look with Saturday now their their coach over the last couple of weeks?
11: Not really. Um, you know, I know everybody had their fun and got their initial shots off. Um, but but the reac and, and I know that the Colts kind of stymied that for a little bit with, with the win in Vegas and, and the kind of impressive performance against the Colts, but, but they they are who, who, you know, to quote Danny Green, who we all thought they were gonna be. I mean, they're they're a really poorly coached team, uh, really talent void team, um, team that kind of just can't you know avoid getting in their own way I mean you look at the, everybody looked at the final sequence on Monday night but they're a horrible red zone offense. I mean they're a horrible horrible offense in general they just they cannot move the ball they've got an awful offensive line um, and going up against a, a pass rush that is one of the more ferocious ones in the NFL I mean it's 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 a really difficult thing to think about them not only winning but but having success I mean it, it would it would take kind of a a collapse, honestly, from the Cowboys to to lose this game. And and I know those things sound scary because you don't want to count your chickens before they hatch type stuff. Uh, But but this this is a Cowboys team that is significantly better than the Colts team in every single way.
3: So there's no danger of this team playing down to the Colts level.
11: (laughs) I mean, you know, I I get that, right? Like, it's a fair concern this team has hurt us, right? Like, I'm I'm 33 years old, and they, they have generally played down most of my life. Um, and so I I understand that, but I I think that, you know, I I don't want to get lost in narratives and, you know, dreams and stuff, but they do appear to be different in that sense. That's where I don't think that Mike McCarthy gets enough credit. You know, the Cowboys of old um, call it Jason Garrett's Cowboys or whatever you will. They they would have not come out of the locker room and and taken that game from the New York Giants on Thanksgiving day. They would have kept playing down to them on that important day. and, And we all know how much they struggle on Thanksgiving. I mean, but they're different. This is a team who, you know, when they're – whether they're playing down or getting pushed around, they're, they're capable of putting their foot in the ground and kind of stopping the skid and, and, and turning things around. And so, um, you know, I don't know that the Cowboys will cover. You know, they're 11-point favorites. That's hard. That's hard to do no matter who you are, no matter how good you are. But I have all the confidence in the world that they're going to win this game.
2: Where, where is this Cowboy team right now? I mean, there's – other than the the Odell Beckham sweepstakes, things have been kind of quiet around Cowboy camp. I mean, this team is just going about their business right now. So where is this team?
11: I would attribute that, by the way, to Mike McCarthy. And I think that's what makes them interesting is is that, you know, they don't, you're right. Like Odell's kind of the the, the most like Cowboys, you know, flashy sex appeal thing that they've done in a very long time, Uh, which is why I think they're having a lot of fun with it. Um, but but they really are. I mean, again, to your point, like they show up, they they work, they get their, their win, and they they move along. And that is the Mike McCarthy way. That's the the old Pittsburgh guy, you know, who who coached in Green Bay forever way. Um, and, and and that makes them very dangerous, I think. I mean, they're also a team um, that that is pissed off, a, a team that was embarrassed, and a team that was embarrassed for being soft. And and I think that that is a, a high level of motivation for them. Um, and and I think they're a team that. Is, you know, I, I told you guys, I interviewed Trayvon Diggs ahead of the Vikings game, and he said, this is the one, you know, you know last week, yeah, well, obviously we wanted to win, but this is the one, the Vikings at the playoff game, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson. I mean, they, they set their sights on the Vikings and, and dismantled them. I mean, they're a team who's capable of, of locking in like that and, and tearing a team, you know, to pieces. And so I haven't seen them have that killer instinct in a very long time. And and that's, that's what I'm really impressed with about them is that killer instinct in a lot of senses. I know a lot of people didn't like Mike McCarthy's decision to go for it on fourth down early in the game. I loved it. I love that this team, you know, walks big, talks small. and just kind of lets the former, you know, be everything that matters for them.
3: Can the Cowboys win the East right now, as well as the Eagles are playing?
11: It's, it's possible. I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly well within grasp and, you know, it's not within their full control, which is why you, you know, it's, it's difficult to say a hundred percent. Yes, that's possible. You've got to get an Eagles loss somehow, some way before or after Christmas Eve, they have to drop a non Cowboys game. Obviously, in addition to the Cowboys uh, beating them. Now, if the Cowboys lose another game, you need, you know, another Eagles loss, just kind of add the math there. Um, but, it is definitely possible. I mean, I, look, the Eagles are impressive. Like, it, people, like to, people want to live in extremes and say, no, they're trash. They are an impressive football team. But the way they won last week is, is not sustainable. Jalen Hurts cannot rush for that many yards over and over and over again all the time. I, I don't mean to say or imply they're, they're a one-trick pony or anything like that. Um, but, but I do think it's going to be very valuable that the Cowboys will have obviously played them you know, when they match them up again on, on Christmas Eve. I'm so excited to watch the Eagles play the Titans on Sunday. If there's a team that can catch them, it's, and that's the team that can maybe you know cause the Cowboys to slip up too, the Titans are the team that they, they don't care how it looks. They will take you 10 rounds and, and, and make sure that, that they get their money's worth. Um, so I fully trust them to, to be able to kind of neutralize some of those things. Um, and if that happens, it's, it's all – I mean, the Cowboys have the, the friendliest schedule remaining of all the contenders in the NFL right now. It, there is all the reason in the world to believe.
2: Okay, (laughs) let's get into it. You said the Eagles and Jalen Hurts can't win with that formula and sustain it. And here's just a simple question. Why not?
11: I I mean, I think, first of all, the health of Jalen Hurts, and I I hate to say that, because I hate to talk about that. He's going to get hurt. That's such a, a, you know, that's an unfortunate thing to say, but that is a reality. Um, And what's more is that that is a, we've seen the Cowboys play that way before, but you know, the moment the Cowboys did play them tough with Cooper Rush, but but if Dallas gets up 10 nothing on them, if Dallas goes kind of shot to shot with them at 7-7, 10 all, I mean, they cannot play downhill that way. I mean, they just can't. It, it's, you, you don't have the time in a game to do that. You're going to have to throw the ball at a certain point. And while we've seen Jalen Hurts take huge leaps this year, you know, from, from where he was last year, I mean, you know, we've seen pass rushers start to figure them out. We've seen the Colts kind of start to bottle them up in the pocket. We saw the Packers start to do that. Granted, they didn't at the beginning of the game. Teams are adapting and adjusting to to forcing him to stay in the pocket. And to his credit and to your point, I mean, he's still finding ways to mitigate that and to get outside and, and make those plays when he's out there. That's when he's certainly the most dangerous. But. If you can contain him, and we're seeing that happen more and more and more and more, which is again why I'm so excited to see Tennessee play them to see if they're able to do that a little bit more often than anybody else. Then, then it is a bit of a more straight up, you know, kind of match. And and if if it's a passing game between Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott, then I mean, you know, all due respect to Jalen Hurts, I'm taking Dak Prescott ten out of ten times.
2: R.J., we appreciate it as always. What are you working on for Blogging the Boys?
11: It's just been nice. It's been nice to have a week and a half. Obviously, good vibes. Cowboys won on Thanksgiving Day, so uh, we're we're enjoying that, and we are um, getting all of the traffic that we can out of the Odell Beckham Jr. thing. So Odell, uh, you know, the the story is it's getting a little bit old. You know, it's it's kind of I think people are getting a little fatigued, and you know, hey, come on, go ahead and get this done already. Uh, But we're doing our best to keep everybody up to date on that. Um, because uh, it does feel inevitable, but I think people are going to sweat out these next two days as he visits the Giants and Bills.
2: As always, RJ, thanks. We appreciate your time.
11: Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good weekend.
2: You too. That's RJ Ochoa. It is Blog of the Boys, and you can find that. Uh, that's a it's it's great site and a lot of a lot of good information there. Seven forty five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend in the car business. You know we talk about service all the time we got in a situation yesterday where we were just kind of in a in a, in a bind they were doing some work on on one of our vehicles where they brought the vehicle to our house and dropped it off that's i mean i'm not saying that they do that every day i'm saying that they did that uh because of us you know we we just kind of it's the situation just kind of called for it so uh it, man i i was just so appreciative of the uh, the service department at at Allen Samuels, and it doesn't surprise me. I mean, they go the extra mile to take care of people, and that's what they do at Allen Samuels, whether it's on the sales side, service side, pre-owned side, whatever the case may be. They're gonna do they're gonna do what they need to do to take care of their customers because their customers, in most cases, are their friends. And in fact, the person that brought the vehicle to us, I knew and have known for a long time, and didn't didn't realize. You know the, the situation but yeah knew him and and uh had a had a great conversation and uh just you know just it makes you feel good when you know that uh those your vehicles and things of that nature that you know that that they're being taken care of not only by a, a great dealership but by your friends i mean by people you know and you know it was it was it was good stuff hey they got black friday sales going on still at, at Allen samuels and Man, you can check out the 2022 Jeeps. You can tw- check out the 2022 Ram trucks and save big as these uh, Black Friday sales continue on at Alan Samuels. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business.
7: It's Baylor and Gonzaga from Sioux Falls, South Dakota this Friday. It's 6th-ranked Baylor and number 14 Gonzaga Friday from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off Friday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears,
8: John Morris, right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas.
6: When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, high rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give him a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look him up on Facebook.
8: This month, Alan Samuelson-Waco is having the Black Friday sales event. You can save big on the new 2022 Ram 1500 Crew Cab with total values up to $4,250 with 2.9% for 72 months. That's right, plus an extra $500 bonus cash to first responders and no payments until January 2023. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Alan Samuelson-Waco, the place to shop Ram trucks. Come by. Let's be
6: friends. ESPN Radio
0: Sports Center.
9: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor running back Richard Reese has been named the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. Junior defensive lineman Apu Ika was named to the All-Big 12 first team, while Dylan Doyle, Connor Galvin, and Jacob Gall were second team All-Big 12 selections. C.J. Hall scored 14 of his game high 17 points in the second half to lead the MCC Highlanders to an 82-63 win over Dallas County Northlake. Four Big 12 teams were on the court last night. Iowa State topped North Dakota 63-44. Texas Tech beat Georgetown Seventy-nine sixty-five and TCU upended Providence seventy-five sixty-two. Kansas State suffered its first loss seventy-six sixty-four at butler
0: Sports Center. Every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you by Big Boys Record Service in Robinson and Good Feet in the Central Texas marketplace.
2: All right, 7.52, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. I'm going to talk about uh, the, the Big 12, uh, all Big 12 awards. Uh, you heard Lark talk about uh, some of the players that were that were honored. Uh, and, again, Richard Reese was the uh, freshman of the year and a great, great reward, uh, award for him. Uh, Siaka Ika, the uh, nose guard, all Big 12 first team. And there's several guys uh, that were that made the uh, second team, including J- uh, Jacob Gall and Connor Galvin. But here's the story for me, and I just and I don't want the, I don't want this just I, I want to make sure we pay attention to this and and really think about this for a second. Uh, Dylan Doyle out of Iowa City. First of all, let me just tell you, Dylan Doyle is a superb young man. I mean, he is a he's he's a <laughs> For lack for lack of a better term, he's a cool dude. He, he really is. He's a good guy and a terrific football player. Guys, he was named second-team all-conference fullback and second-team all-conference linebacker. He is the first football player in conference history to make either the first or second team in two different positions ever. Pretty impressive. Tells you what kind of – Wow. Yeah, I mean, stop and think about that. Not only did he play some fullback, but he played it well. Not only did he play linebacker, but he played it well. He was named All Conference offense and defense. To me, that is that's, that's just the coolest story that uh, you know that comes out of this this season for the Bears. And again, just you know, and I don't know what the future holds for Dylan Doyle. But I know this, he's going to be the, he's, as long as he's on this planet, he's going to be able to say, I was the first dude that was named all conference on both sides of the ball. How about that? I, I, I personally think that's a, a great story and, uh, and just really, it, it's just a cool thing. And, and, uh, just kind of excited for uh, Dylan Doyle in that rank so I congratulate and congratulations to all the guys that uh, that made the uh, that made the award list so good stuff there yeah, our conference championship game is coming up at 11 o'clock Kansas State and uh, TCU on Saturday uh, a little later on in the program Stephen Simcox from uh, Locked on. That's a Blank. Locked on. The uh, Horn Frogs will uh, will join us and talk about TCU and Kansas State. So we got that for you. A couple other quick notes. Speaking of TCU, Gary Patterson, longtime TCU coach, who's now down at Texas as an analyst, is he headed to UNLV? There's a rumor. I mean, there's 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 reports out. I wouldn't be
3: surprised to see him land one of these jobs yeah. open.
2: Trent Dilfer got the UAB job weeks we. we
3: He's been coaching high school football, and not very long. Mm -hmm. What's that all about? Interview well? (laughs) Uh, They saw a name they wanted, and they went and got it. Yeah, I guess. They they targeted him and and got it done.
2: Now, he's got his team in the Tennessee State Championships this weekend, Mm -hmm. his high school team, so he's going to go ahead and coach them in that. So we'll see how that works out. And West Virginia has announced that Neil Brown will be back as the head football coach of the, of the Mountaineers. I'm a, you know, and first of all, I've told you guys, I, 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 I've told you guys, I'm a Neil Brown fan, but for whatever reason, it has not worked so far there. That was going to be my at at all. It's, It's never worked one winning season, one winning season. That was the COVID year of 2020. They went six and four one winning season.
3: And it has, you know, They've been behind the eight ball ever since. Well, they've been behind the eight ball since they joined the Big 12. <laughs> they, Period. And it just has not worked. But he's, is it because they're without an AD right now? And Well, they have one now. Oh, they do? Mm-hmm. Who they hire? I didn't see that. Um, they hired, let's see, Mountaineers. What is his name? He's from North Texas. He's the former, that's right, he is the former AD at North Texas. Mm-hmm. I saw that. So. Uh,
2: Ren Baker. Yeah. So, they have made the decision that they're going to go one more year with Neil Brown. And you're shocked. I, I am. Is it? I, I don't know. Now, they did win two of their last three games. Did that save it?
3: Maybe. I mean, he's we 22 went, and 25. He's under 500. Wins over Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in those two of the last three. Which, okay, maybe the Oklahoma one was impressive, but maybe not. Oklahoma State certainly wasn't. They were reeling. Not going to argue
2: with that, but I'm telling you, I'm just asking the question, winning two of their
3: last three Big 12 Conference games, did that save it? No, I think it's the $17 million buyout that saved it. All right, there you go. So, just some news and
2: notes as we kind of watch and keep an eye on some of these. And there is a there is a bunch of movement going on in college football uh, as the uh, regular season comes to an end. It is a seven fifty eight. We're a couple of minutes away from eight o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk with uh, with Stephen Simcox coming up at the top of the hour. But right now, we bring John Morse into the program. The voice of the Bears has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program. Yeah.
10: It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
7: Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, there's NCAA volleyball in the Farrell Center today and tonight. We'll get a rundown on the field in the Waco Sub Regional coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat.
8: The Black Friday sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels. Save big on our great selection of new cars and trucks like the new 2022 Ram Trucks. These legendary award-winning trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. Ram Trucks give you that first-class feel with luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom, and storage. If we don't have exactly what you want in stock, we can order it today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning product. Allen Samuels & Waco, the place to shop Ram Trucks.
7: Light the tower green, the Banner Bear.
9: Now doing his part in preparing champions for life. Here's the voice of the
7: Bears. And welcome back, Baylor Volleyball, the number 15 national seed, hosting first and second round action in the Farrell Center beginning today. This afternoon at 4.30, Colorado meets Rice in a first-round matchup, followed by Baylor and Stephen F. Austin tonight at 7. The winners meet in the second round tomorrow evening at 7. Here's Baylor assistant coach Joshua
1: Walker on the field in Waco. Yeah, well, Stephen F. Austin, um, to start, they've had a lot of success this past year. They haven't played a team, um, a Power 5 team. They haven't played a team um, with the same size that we have but their setters are really good. I think their setters are the reason why they had such a great season. They didn't win the regular season. They won their conference tournament, which is why they um, they are here, but they're still the two-seed in, in the regular season in the WAC. So a lot of good experience, got some size, got a six four, six five 6'5", uh, right side attacker. Yeah, so like I said, uh, I think their setters are the reason for their success, and anytime that's the case, it's always going to be tough. With Colorado, uh, just started kind of watching them a little bit now, kind of went through their season. Uh, i would say it was as they've done some different things with some of their rotations uh that has kind of helped them be more efficient than probably they they have been they could have been with the with the kind of players that they have as the more i'm watching is to my to me it kind of reminds me of like the caliber of a pepperdine team a team that we lost to early in the year just as far as like the skill positions that they have and where they lean in the most um that's that's why they're in the tournament they're a good team for sure and then Rice, obviously we played and it's a veteran group the setters good uh, they've found ways to win tight games they found ways to win easily uh so for them it's it's more of just like okay Ken how long can they keep doing the same things that they've been doing we are obviously we were able to sweep them there um but that was one of the best games we played all year so we want to try to keep replicating that those kind of games against everybody we play but rice for sure I think that rice Colorado matchup is is going to be a good one for sure because both teams have uh, found success and uh, I think rice is somewhat of a team that Teams want to underestimate, but you can't. You can't do that against them. They will absolutely find ways to keep themselves in the game.
7: That's Baylor assistant volleyball coach Joshua Walker, the guest on this week's Sikkim podcast, talking about the four teams competing in the NCAA subregional in Waco this week. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris.
0: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Game time is brought to you
2: by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, your friend in the car business. Hour two of the program with Tom Ward and Ryan. We're glad you're with us. Let's talk some about the Big Twelve title game coming up on Saturday uh, at AT and T Stadium. It's an eleven o'clock kick. A lot of fun stuff surrounding. It. In fact, uh, game day is going to be there and all kinds of good stuff. And, and so it, it makes for a festive day. And uh, hopefully, we have a festive game. These two teams uh, have met obviously, and it's uh, it's Kansas State and TCU. So the the stadium will be packed with purple. And Stephen Simcox joins us now. Stephen, what's what's good morning? And what's this game come down to in your opinion?
13: question you know they they did play earlier in the season but that seems like so long ago I think both teams have changed a lot Will Howard played in that game he came in for agent Martinez who got injured early but it was his first kind of extended action of the season Um, and he played really well in the first half they ended up scoring 28 points and got to a 28 to 10 lead and then TCU adjusted Howard missed a couple possessions in the second half due to an injury and the Frogs were able to come back and win it but I think TCU's defense is playing better Um, At this point in the season, they've held teams to 17 points per game in November. They got some safeties back in Bud Clark and Millard Bradford, who have been really good for them. Um, And then K-State obviously is firing on all cylinders on offense. I feel like Will Howard's added a new dimension to the the, uh, team with his ability to pass the football, and Deuce Vaughn is so explosive in the backfield. So I think it really comes down to the matchup of that K-State offense and that TCU defense. Both of those units have improved a lot over the past six weeks, and who kind of wins that battle will tell uh, the story of the game, in my
3: opinion. Steven, is this Horn de- uh excuse me, this Horn team still playing with a chip on its shoulder right now?
13: I would assume so. I mean, it, the, this was really the first week all season where people start to kind of buy into the idea that they could be in the playoffs. Um, I've even heard the national media say they're in, even if they lose, which. I'm not buying that quite yet. I don't trust the committee to put them in if they drop a game to K-State, but I mean, they've been, they've been doubted all year. And I don't know how much internally that kind of gets in the locker room and how much they think about that stuff, but um, surely they hear some of it. And people just seem to think that they're not worthy of being there. If they get there, they're going to get boat raced by either Georgia or Michigan. So, um, you know, we'll see if they win on Saturday, then they're based. I mean, I think they're locked in and, at that point we'll we'll get to find out the answers to those questions but yeah this is a group that i mean these seniors haven't played the bowl game like they qualified for a bowl game in 2020 but it got canceled because of the covid outbreak and the other two years they went five and seven so um they've kind of done this all year where they have just defied expectations and i think they've they've rallied around each other and that's been a big part of the reason why they've been so successful
2: you you mentioned that you don't you're not buying it that the if the frogs drop this game that the, that they're in, let me go at it a different way. You've covered this team all year long. Are they deserving to be in the game if they're a one loss team losing in the conference championship game?
13: Well, I think so. I mean, I, I think they should still get in. Um, now, I don't necessarily trust the committee to do it. But I guess just what I come back to, Tom, is Ohio State has a really good resume. I mean, they they won all their games except for the Michigan game, but they got blown out of, blown out at home against Michigan. Obviously, Michigan's a really good football team. They're gonna be number two in the country probably if they take care of business against Purdue. Um, but if you're sitting at home, I don't think you should get in. Like I feel like Alabama, you know, they have the two losses. They're not playing this week. They should benefit from another team potentially losing now there's a lot of things that can happen. If TCU gets blown out this weekend, then, yeah, I think they probably don't deserve to be in. If You know, it's not their fault, but if somebody gets hurt, like if Max Duggan goes down with an injury and it's pretty clear that that team with the backup quarterback is not going to be able to hang and they lose the game against K-State, then, um, yeah, most likely they get sent to the Cotton Bowl and then we'll, we'll just kind of see what happens from there. But um, it, it's that age-old question. You know, back in 2014, they didn't have the Big 12 title game, and so Baylor and TCU got left out. And the committee said, oh, well, they didn't have that extra data point. All these other teams played um, a a conference title game, and that made a huge difference. And so now the conference title game could end up hurting them, which is really ironic and kind of funny. But um, I I just think they've done enough. They they went 12-0 in the regular season. They beat everybody on their schedule. They should get in. But it would be super disappointing if they lost. I mean, outside of the playoff discussion, you wouldn't get a big Twelve championship. And backing your way into the playoffs, just doesn't feel nearly as uh, as good as if you were to win the game and, and finish 13-0 and win the Big 12 championship trophy. So there's plenty of motivation regardless of that. But I think they should be in. I just I don't feel like the committee will put them in if they lose on Saturday.
3: Is there some momentum to be had from that big Iowa State win taking into Saturday?
13: Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, Sonny Dyke said that after they escaped that Baylor game, um, it was almost like the team kind of took a collective deep breath and practice was a lot better the next week. It was some of the best practices they'd had in about a month. They also were able to get healthier wards. I mean, they rested two guys like Quentin Johnson didn't play. And then Iowa State game. Tay Barber sat out. Kendra Miller, they limited his carries once they got it to a big lead. So um, I've, I've, the guys haven't had a bye week since SMU. So this will be their 11th straight football game that they're playing on Saturday morning. Um, so they didn't get, The benefit of that, but they had a game that was not nearly mentally as exhausting as some of the nail biters that they played early in this year. Uh, They got the guys some physical rest, and they didn't have to play as many snaps as they have throughout the season. So I think that's helpful, and hopefully they came back with the same focus in practice this week, and it carries over to the Kansas State game.
2: You mentioned a minute ago Max Duggan. Talk a little bit about him. I mean, we, we mentioned it earlier. Here's a guy that, if you know, you follow what's going on now in college football. He loses his job as the starting quarterback. Well, he's supposed to be in the portal, just like everybody else does. But he chose not to. He chose to stay, be a part of the football team, and, and be prepared and be ready to play. And he's gotten his opportunity, and he hasn't given it back.
13: Yeah, it really is an amazing story. Uh, and, I mean – I you could have sold me on Max Duggan being a productive player for the team this year, or if he had to start him, you know, winning a, a solid amount of games. Um, but I had no idea he could do this. Like, I, unless he has some sort of implosion against K State, like he's going to be in New York for the Heisman ceremony, and and that's something that Andy Dalton didn't do. That's something Trayvon Boykin didn't do. LT didn't get invited to New York. Like that's that's rare air for TCU football players. Um, he won the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award, he won Big 12 Offensive of Player of the Year, I mean all these accolades are things that I couldn't have imagined that he would have done and what's most likely his final season in Fort Worth even though he's got an extra year of eligibility if he wants to use it but um, really cool story I mean it's been talked about a lot but yeah he lost that job out of fall camp and he could have left but he decided to stay in it and, and get his degree in December and just try to be a good teammate and he didn't have to wait long. I mean, Jimmy Morris got hurt in the second half of that season opener against Colorado, but once he got that job, he just took it and ran with it. So, um, incredible work by him and his coaching staff, and I think the team has really adopted uh, his identity because he's tough and a hard-nosed player, competitive, and, I mean, you can see that kind of permeate throughout the rest of the roster.
3: Steven, this Hornfrog defense is playing really good under Joseph Gillespie, but his name is bubbling up for some of these jobs out there. We know how that works. Is that a distraction going into this Big 12 championship and into the playoffs with his name coming up as a candidate for some jobs? Right.
13: I don't know how much of a distraction there will be this week just because I think they're still pretty early in the coaching search, but it could certainly be a distraction over the next few weeks, um, whether they're playing in a New Year's sixth game or a playoff game. Because, yeah, I mean, he deserves that attention, but obviously, like, it's going to take his time and effort to prepare for interviews and those kind of things. Um, The Tulsa job coming open is pretty intriguing because he was there for such a long time as their D.C., but he's had a a fantastic season. I mean, this defense, you know, Gary Patterson was a great defensive mind, but his last season at the helm, they really fell off, and so I didn't expect them to be much better this year, but they've improved in a big way. They've really gotten better as, as the secondary has gotten healthier, and they're playing well. You know, these last three or four weeks of the season so um we'll see how it plays out i, I still think maybe uh, he needs one more year of really good work at the tower five level to to get you know truly considered for some of these jobs but i definitely think he's a candidate and yeah that's going to take uh that's going to take some of the attention away from for preparing for games
2: the temple product quentin johnson is he 100 uh, percent?
13: that's what sonny dyke said they said he he looks good in practice on tuesday and um, it's the best he's looked in a while, so he's been gutting it out with his ankle injury, um, and I'm sure he's ready to kind of get out there and unleash a little bit against K State secondary that's struggling. And, you know, he he could use a few big games on big stages. He's got the draft coming up, and um, he's got all the physical tools, and he's been really good for them this season. But he's still you know hovering around 700 yards, which for number one wide receiver in college football is just sort of a low number. Now he's missed some games you know, because of injury, but um, he could use some big games on a big stage to help his draft stock for sure.
2: It really will be a big day, Steven. Uh, don't you agree with, with the uh, with with, with the, the pregame show in town and then what Brett Yormark is bringing to the Big 12 title game? It, it really is a different look Big 12, isn't it?
13: Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I guess it's a more modern era of Big 12 football now, um, but it should be great. 11 a.m. kick. I think it's two really good teams and I got a kick out of Paul Feinbaum, I guess it was about a week ago, saying that he didn't care about watching the game. And now game day is coming there. And I think he was on a podcast this week, and he was backtracking, saying, oh, no, no, it's, you know, I, that got taken out of context. But, yeah, it should be a great football game. All
2: right. Hey, Stephen, what what do you got coming up on the podcast?
13: Uh, obviously plenty of previews of the game itself and then basketball going on too. So all that's unlocked on Horn Frogs. You can find me on YouTube and there, wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. I appreciate
2: it. Hey, have a great day. Steven Simcox and the uh, podcast is Locked on Horn Frogs. I, you know, uh, Ryan's favorite artist, Ashanti, is going to be doing the National Anthem. Whose? Yours, right? No. Oh, that's right. It's Ward's. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry.
4: Ward's a big Ashanti guy.
2: Yeah. What is Ashanti's biggest hit? I have no idea. Thanks for playing. You're 20-something years old. You expect... Us 30-somethings to... to oh. nah. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, do you know, Stephanie? Stephanie just walked in. Who? Uh, never mind. I don't even know who that <laughs> is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Okay. I, I. We better get to know Ashanti singing the national anthem. Be kind of a cool thing. That's her number one hit. All right. All right. Uh, 8.14, 14 after 8 o'clock. This is, but it is, I, I just, you know, it's just, it's got a different vibe. It does. The Big 12, yeah. the Big 12 has a little different vibe with, with Brett mark directing the traffic and uh, look, you know, game, t- game day is going to be there game time. Game day is going to be there. And uh, you know, it's, 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 it's the only game that features a top, top 10 matchup and it hey, just kind of a cool, kind of a cool vibe for uh, for Saturday. So looking forward to it. Eleven o'clock kick. Eight fifteen. We're oh, who knows what we're going to learn about. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop it already? I haven't introduced you. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. To welcome in for the broadcast team, Kyle yeoman This is a team that has its top-heavy stars
14: like the, the Michael Parsons and the Trayvon Diggs on that that defensive end of the football, but they've also got depth. I mean, Doris Armstrong has eight sacks this year. It's pretty impressive
13: what they've been able to do to find guys like Armstrong and Tony Pollard and Jake Ferguson. It speaks to the depth and- and the talent level that they have across the board. Game
0: time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
10: How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron.
12: I was always
0: active. No knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance.
10: Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors.
0: I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store.
10: See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting, or schedule one at goodfeet.com.
3: Stop by Good Feet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy. Your home for Baylor women's
0: basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hi everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco, wanting to wish everyone a happy holiday season this year. December is new bike month as we close out an incredible record year here at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see me and purchase any brand new 2022 model Harley and receive a $1,000 gift card to use as you please. Again, happy holidays from Harley-Davidson of Waco.
12: Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Boskey, Coriel, and McLennan Counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Boskeyville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford, member FDIC and Equal Housing.
10: This holiday at Metro by T-Mobile, get a free 5G tablet for the whole family. Wait, is that Louise Fonzie? Enjoy a free 5G tablet after rebate with unlimited HD when you add a tablet line for only $30, only at Metro. If congested, customers using greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds plus tax via rebate on virtual prepaid MasterCard after third monthly payment. See store for details.
15: It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk
0: Sports, brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and ASCO Equipment in Belton. See, my days are cold without you, but
12: I'm hurting while I'm here.
16: That's
2: Ashanti, everybody. Now right. you know. My FM disc jockey voice.
16: <laughs> I know that song. That's the kind of song we were just saying. That's the song you have at home. No,
2: it's not. No, it's not. Just stop. Just With stop. the
16: fireplace going. That's Ashanti.
2: Mm-hmm. Ashanti or Ashanti? Ashanti. 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 All right. That's good. All right. The Lord likes it. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, there you go. So Ashanti will be singing the national anthem. And from the C&C Collision Center text line, Uh, Grumpy says, amazing how different the Big 12 feels when the uh, commissioner uh, isn't phoning it in, sleeping well at night. So there you go. Hmm. Stephanie should cover boat racing football teams.
16: Boat racing football team? Okay, I'll look that up. Is that a thing? Oh, it's a thing. (laughs) It is definitely a thing. Boat racing football teams. Those teams that boat race people. Well, I know that there's boat racing. Uh Uh-huh. But... Don't confuse me this early. I'm not sure
2: if we still have it here or not on the Brazos. Yeah, You're used to on the Brazos. Oh, I'm telling you, man, it was good they stuff. They
3: Oh yeah, absolutely.
16: Like those speedboats. Yes. Those things are dangerous. Yeah, well, we own
6: fuel. We I would I come up from huh? the
3: Metroplex and watch that. Oh yeah, good stuff.
2: Good Why don't we have it now? I, I'm not saying we don't. I'm just. We. I'll find out if we do. There you go. All right. Uh, Eight twenty-one. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. What are we doing today? <laughs>
16: So, if y'all have been watching the news, you've heard about that volcano erupting in Hawaii.
2: Which I haven't. Thanks for including us.
16: It's on all over the news. Like, there's a volcano. Like, What's for,
4: the name of the volcano? I
16: have no idea. I don't Why is
4: just one big volcano it's as a, it is?
16: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just it's like, true. it's going down the mountain. It's really cool. So, anyways, They'll be guess what to- I found? They'll be Where'd coming around gone? the mountain.
2: <laughs> sorry, just she—I couldn't help it. So, <laughs> it was just there. You just—you <laughs> couldn't pass it up.
16: Oh. It's the rules.
2: If it's there, you got to take it. Anyway, okay. I'm sorry.
16: Take the shot. Anyways, that's going on in Hawaii. So yeah. I found volcano boarding.
2: No, you did Wait. not. No, I yes, did not. I
16: did volcano boarding
3: on what?
16: A volcano. So there's this volcano in Nicaragua. Where? Where? Nicaragua. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go How do ahead. you say it? Nicaraga. Nicaraga? Ni- Nicaragua. Nicaragua? Nicaragua. Gua. Nicaragua. That's that's a lot of tongue twisting. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> you go up this volcano, it's twenty two hundred feet high, and people, guys, there is a competition. Girls do it too. They're on a board, like a like a snowboard. Uh-huh. And you can either sit or stand, and you just slide down the volcano.
2: Not while it's erupting, though, I wouldn't think.
16: Well, they say it's- this Well, it might an, melt you if it, it was. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, sure, but you never know when those things are just going to, like, psh, spurt out of the-
3: Well, if they, were, if they were doing that, you would not be sliding down it.
16: Well, true- but they say it's very dangerous.
2: <laughs> you think? Yeah. You so you just announced it's very dangerous, and you start laughing.
16: Well, I mean, no, yeah, but no, yeah. Well, yeah, it is dangerous. You, anyways, you can do it on a metal board, sitting or standing, and you slide down, or you can do it on a on some plywood, a thin plywood. I don't know what plywood is, except that it's wood. Anyways. How do you not know what plywood is? (laughs) I'm not a home builder. I don't build things.
3: I hope your home's not built out of plywood. No. Is you're gonna huff, Huff, puff, blow
2: Blow your house down? down.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Again, if it's
2: there, you got to take the shot.
16: (laughs) Anyways, uh, guys are known to do it and get down 24, 2,200 feet in five minutes. Huh? But it takes you a long time to climb up it.
3: Oh, they don't have like a lift.
16: No. It's not like
3: a we need slope. to go build lifts for the volcano. That's, absolutely. Hey, that's a good
16: idea with plywood. And um, there's another <laughs> there's another mountain or volcano in Indonesia that you can practice on. So volcano boarding is a thing. Look it up. It's on YouTube. It's actually cool looking.
3: Ward is, yeah. and I mean it's Ward's looking it up. It's cool. It huh? looks like it might be fun.
16: See, see fun times on the volcano. But you know,
3: I'm not sure I'm climbing up to the top of a volcano just to come back down. It. I'm not. I'm just. I'm not <laughs> climbing up to the top of a volcano. I'm just yeah. not doing that.
16: You know what they could do? They could like you could go up on a helicopter and just drop you down, and then shoo, slide on down. We are on a roll. How, of... how would you get back down it again? Shoo, <laughs> on, on your board or your plywood. But that's what you could do. All right. But it's a thing. It's out there. Look it up. Looks like fun. I wouldn't do it.
3: They have VolcanoBoard.com.
16: See? VolcanoBoard.com. It's a thing, Ryan.
4: It's, it's a thing. And
3: by the way, that... uh, You that. can get, get a private tour.
16: A private tour? Who wants mm-hmm. to see a volcano? I mean, if it was erupting, I'd want to see it from the...
3: A
2: distance.
16: (laughs) A distance. Here we go. Corey says. Oh, here, what does Corey have to say today? (laughs)
2: Boy, Corey's got a good one. Sounds like sliding down the hill at the Little League World Series. Let's double check to make sure she's not confused. Have you seen that? They take cardboard.
16: Yeah, and they slide down. Yeah,
2: at at the Little League World Series.
16: He says, make sure I'm not confused. Be quiet, Corey. (laughs) Be nice to Corey. I know Corey. Well, you still got to be nice. That was nice. He's joined us. He, he, he's joined the group of picking on Stephanie. Thanks, Corey.
3: No, um, he's the president. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we ought, to, we ought to go ahead and book Tom on a on a ride.
16: Yeah, Tom.
3: You can do it right here. You can do it on
4: the one in Hawaii, the Mauna Loa, which is the world's largest active volcano, by the way. You know
2: what? If I got a free trip to Hawaii, I'd do that. You would? If I got a free trip to Hawaii.
16: Oh, i got to work on this. Yeah, I'm, I want to go to Hawaii, too.
2: Find a travel agency, get a little trade going. You get me <laughs> yeah. a free trip, and I'll slide down a volcano.
16: Absolutely. Oh, that would be fun. And you know what I'll do? I'll get a big thing of cheese and do cheese rolling. <laughs> Are we circling back to that? That's a thing in England. <laughs> oh, it's,
3: yeah,
2: 100 miles or so. All right, <laughs> Stephanie, you got a big day? Busy? I
16: have a very busy day. I have a very next three busy days.
2: Three whole busy days mm-hmm. in the month of November, uh,
4: December. December
16: 1st. That's right. We're almost to Christmas. Ugh.
4: Yay. Ugh. Ward's been in Christmas for two months. I know.
16: Mm-hmm. He could live in Christmas all year long. He does. I, yes. could, I could, too. Do you place leave your tree Christmas- up all year?
2: No. Oh. His place is Christmas land.
16: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, you guys. All
2: right. Have a good one. Thank you, Stephanie. See you. welcome. All right. That's uh, that's Stephanie from Sales, 826, and uh, we are presented <laughs> by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, Tom Ward-Ryan. We're glad you're with us, and we're brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts. The other day, there was an event going on over at the Baylor Club, and there was this big uh, big Christmas, I don't even know how you would describe it, but it was a big Christmas sale, and all these different companies came in and displayed their their goods and services, and, and uh, I look up and there's there's Sally and the gang from Morrison's Gifts. They were they were there as well. Uh, look, you. Uh, they Black Friday has come and gone, but you could still get terrific Black Friday sales opportunities throughout the Christmas holidays at Morrison's Gifts. You can do that. I mean, they're talking about great deals on brands like John Hart, Consuela, Times Candles. Uh, Morrison's Gifts will find home decor for you, gourmet items, bath and body items, uh, and of course, Christmas decor. They have some great Christmas stuff, and that's what I like to call it. They call it decor. I, I like to call it stuff uh, at Morrison's Gifts. And they can build you a perfect uh, gift basket and um, and you know, do the wrapping for you and all that stuff. And, heck, if they need to, Mark can deliver it for you. They'll take care of you there. Morrison's Gifts, they're at the corner of Valley Mills Drive and Waco Drive. That's right next to Jason's Deli. It's the Class 2A Division II Region Three Championship, the Mart Panthers and the Lovelady Lions, and you can catch all the action on our sister station, 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Our coverage of Mart Panthers football will begin at 6.30 with the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 7. It's Mart and Lovelady, this Friday night at 6.30 on 1590 a.m. and 99.3 FM.
6: 5P Contract Services is family-owned and operated. 5P Contract Services has specialized in repurposing and
9: restoring homes of all ages and size. 5P Contract Services calls Crawford, Texas home. 5P is dedicated to its community and a leader in the roofing and construction industry with success for over 25 years. Let 5P Contract Services plan, price, and produce any new or repurposed vision you dream of. Tackle all
0: projects with 5P. Goodwill through good work. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is the premier indoor gun
9: range in Central Texas. With 19 lanes up to 100 yards for you to sight in your new deer rifle. We have a huge selection of firearms, firearm accessories, and ammunition. Plus, avoid buyer's remorse with our Love Your Gun guarantee. We also have a full-time gunsmith and skilled trainers. Republic Gun Club can also host your next party or corporate event. Stop by and see why Republic Gun Club is your home in the ring.
6: The season of savings is here
7: at Mission Golf Cars with savings up to $1,000 on our remaining 2022 inventory. That's up to $1,000 off the industry-leading EasyGo RXV golf cart up to $1,000 off the stylish EasyGo Express Cruisers, or save up to $1,000 on the Cushman line of work-ready vehicles for the farm and ranch. Save big on the perfect gift this holiday season, and remember at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Restrictions apply. Shop and store at a Waco location or online at missiongolfcars.com.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
9: I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas sports update. Baylor running back Richard Reese has been named the Big 12 Offensive Freshman of the Year. Junior defensive lineman Apu Ika was named to the All Big 12 first team, while Dylan Doyle, Connor Galvin, and Jacob Gall were second team All Big 12 selections. C.J. Hall scored 14 of his game-high 17 points in the second half to lead the MCC Highlanders to an 82-63 win over Dallas County Northlake. The Highlanders are now 8-3 on the season. Four Big 12 teams were on the court last night. Iowa State topped North Dakota 63-44. Texas Tech beat Georgetown 79-65, and TCU upended Providence 75-62. Kansas State suffered its first loss 76-64 at Butler.
0: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Let's talk sports with Bryce Cherry of the Waco Tribune-Herald on ESPN
2: Central Texas. 832. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Ryan, we're glad you're with us. And we do say good morning to Bryce Cherry, the Waco Tribune Herald. Good morning, Bryce. Hey, start with start with Dylan Doyle. Uh, Second team, all Big 12, both on the offensive side and the defensive side. That's pretty cool, in my opinion.
14: Absolutely. Uh, You don't see a lot of two-way guys uh, anymore i mean you know that those kind of days have passed in college football obviously we still see it on the high school level and dylan of course is a you know is a part-time offensive player you know in situations but um but still pretty cool because you know when he does get in there on offense he makes an impact uh you know he's he's getting carries on the goal line or he's springing guys with, you know, with good blocks or he's like the decoy that kind of sets up the play. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think that's, that's pretty cool that, uh, you know, people recognize that, uh, you know, that what he's doing on both sides and, and first guy to to ever do that in the big
3: 12. The backup quarterback entering the transfer portal or, and talking about the possibility of coming back, what does that do for the bears moving forward for their bowl game and, and looking in the transfer portal for next year?
14: Yeah. For the bowl game, obviously it, uh, certainly, um, you know, complicates your depth. Um, you know, you might have to, if there were an injury or something to to shape and you might have to go a little bit deeper into the, the depth chart, but, um, you know, as far as going forward, you know, not having drones there uh, in the quarterback room, I mean, it's a little less talent in that room. But, you know, with the way college football is today, um, you know, who's to say Baylor won't dip its toe into the transfer portal and, and add someone just, you know, as another arm. Uh, so that's the thing. I mean, uh, the transfer portal is such a big part of college football college sports now that um you know it it hurts you in the sense that guys are going to leave if they're maybe not getting the playing time that they want but at the same time you know you have some some quote-unquote free agent options out there in that portal do
2: you do you do you get luke anthony ready i'm assuming
14: i mean you got to you got to get him ready uh you know, so, I mean, nowadays they can play a certain, you know, four games or less and, and still have a, a redshirt year. So, um, you know, yeah, you got to get them ready. And, um, you know, I think Baylor fans would love to see some, some other quarterbacks play. I know, you know, Blake Shapin's had uh, an up and down year to say the least. Um, and And that, you know, has, obviously had an impact on the field. Now, I don't think you can put all of all of Baylor's disappointments or, you know, all the six and six, you know, record on Blake, uh, but certainly, you know, he's had some costly interceptions, some costly turnovers, some some decisions that he'd probably like to have back. Um, and that's part of the the growth process. Um, but personally, I still feel like uh, the ceiling for for Blake Shapen is pretty high. Um, you know, it's it's. I think everybody wants instant gratification now in sports, and we have to realize that. Um, you know, it, it was his first year as a starter, and these things sometimes take time. Look at Max Duggan. I mean, you know, that guy has had quite a journey, and now and he didn't even start out this year as the starting quarterback at TCU, and now he's a Heisman uh contender so um you know it it, it's it's hard it's easy to forget sometimes that that this is a process and and everybody wants everything now and you know i like i said i still think shaping his better days his best days are ahead
3: what is the ideal bowl situation for this team
14: uh going back in time and winning some more games. I mean um ideal for, for this team, six and six. Not
2: for not for uh, Bryce Cherry, it is wants and desires, but
14: for the team. I know what you want. Right, right, yes. We've been we've been hoping for the Liberty Bowl for a while. Uh, gosh, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Orlando. Um I guess would be the the top one in that pecking order for Baylor. I, I just feel like Baylor is probably going to be lo- a little bit lower in the pecking order, uh, even among the teams are similar with similar records in the Big 12, just because they all have different stories. Basically, I mean Baylor's six and six record is looked at a little bit different by its fan base. The Kansas sixes six or six you know record because uh, that was a surprise, whereas Baylor's was a disappointment. So um, you know I I just feel like the Jayhawk fans are probably going to going to travel a little bit little bit better uh, than Baylor fans going to wherever they're going to go to. So it would not surprise me to see Baylor up in the Metroplex in that Armed Forces First Responder or whatever bowl.
2: Uh, Final thought on college football for you. Uh, Were you surprised that Neil Brown is getting another opportunity and did the winning two out of the last three games kind of secure that position for him again in 2023?
14: A little bit surprised, but I kind of credit West Virginia a little bit just because of what I said before Mm -hmm. um, about these things take time sometimes and it is a process and I think you've seen at Texas where um, not not that that's a you know the same situation as West Virginia but look how often they have recycled and, and or cycled through coaches and the problem with doing that is you're always starting over and you know meanwhile if if you give Brown another shot there in Morgantown um, you know he's got some things in place already that he can build on. And then, you know, obviously he knows he's going to need to win some more games next year. Um, But so, yeah, I was a little surprised, but like I said, I kind of, I kind of understand the thinking. Uh, I think uh, patience is a virtue you don't often see in in college athletics. And I think, um, you know, it is to be commended.
3: Best game in high school football in the playoffs that uh, Bryce Cherry has to be at this this weekend?
14: Well, I won't really be at any of them. I, uh, I've got other people going. Um, I'm actually doing both of the uh, Baylor volleyball games uh, tonight and tomorrow. But um, I would say, man, there's so many good ones. If, if you look at it, each of the four remaining Central Texas teams that we cover um, – all are playing undefeated teams, Um, which, you know, I get it. It's the fourth round of the playoffs. You're going to get those kind of matchups, but uh, now three of the four uh, central Texas teams left are undefeated too. So, you know, um, I think China spring Anna is, is a pretty, uh, you know, enticing matchup. You're talking about one versus four. Uh, You know, I think, I think uh, China spring uh, has kind of been rolling over people and, and, so you know this this might be a chance for a little bit closer game, um, but all of them are you know pretty exciting matchups honestly. I mean, well I say that I think the Martin Panthers are going to win uh, like they have been <laughs> winning you know, um, and that's not to take anything away from Love Lady, but it's it is sort of weird to get to this stage of the playoffs and to not have a ranked team, uh, you know, Lovelady was not even in the, the top 10. Now they are, um, like I said, undefeated. So, you know, you can't take away anything from their season, but to me, Mark's playing at a whole nother level. Um, and, you know, that line play has been awesome. I think Jonah Ross has really uh, been great at quarterback. Um, you know, they've just got, They've got a ton of playmakers, as they always do in Mart. But I give Kevin Hoffman and his staff a lot of credit because, um, you know, co- going into this year, I think people were sleeping a little bit on Mart. I mean, you know, I, I think everybody knew they'd be good. But, you know, at this level again, maybe not.
2: Do we take for granted Mart Crawford and, and you know, Abbott and, and, and you know, uh, China? I mean, the, the winning that, that these – Central Texas teams do. Do we take that as Central Texas football fans? Do we take that for granted?
14: I mean, I hope not. Uh, I think, you know, like I said, to me, the one we we do sometimes take for granted is March because we just – sort of expect them to roll out of bed and win, you know, 12 13 <laughs> games and make it to at least the state semifinals and is that really fair, you know, uh, to those coaches and stuff it's hard, you know, it's hard to do what they're doing and they and they're doing it. Um, you know, as far as those other programs, I mean, I would say all of them are are pretty consistent, but uh they're not always playing at this stage of the of the season. Um, obviously, you know, China Springs, making it a, a good run for the second straight year. And, um, and Abbott, you know, before last season, Abbott had been out of playoffs for a, a couple, you know, three years. So, uh, there's ebbs and flows here. And, um, so I don't, I don't think that the fans in those, in those communities necessarily take it for granted, I, uh, you know, and I certainly hope that Central Texas football fans don't. I do think that we are accustomed to having some teams, you know, at this stage of the game. And, and you know, I think that's always going to continue. Now, what was it, two, two or three seasons ago where we did not have a team play for a state championship, and that was weird, you know. Uh, it was really weird. And uh, I, I think that was an aberration. Uh, last year we got back to to it in a big way with you know Lorena and China both winning state. So um, yeah, you know I I think we're spoiled, but I think we understand that we're spoiled.
3: <laughs> how, how spoiled is Central Texas going to be at AT and T this year? How many teams get it?
14: Man, uh, I'm sticking with. With so, I put it this way: I've made my picks this week, and I picked all four local teams. And I don't think I was really being a homer in those teams in those picks. Uh, All of them are actually the higher-ranked team in each of their matchups. Three of the four teams we've got left are number one in the state in their respective division. We're talking about China Spring, Mart, and Abbott. Crawford is number three and play a number seven toller this week. To me, this is going to be a really you know, tough challenge for Crawford. Um, its defense has been just lights out all year, um, and they really work in concert with one another. I think the D-line gets a good push. It lets the linebackers sort of fly around. They've got guys on the edge in the secondary, like, um, like Breck Chambers, who – you know, it's just a player. He's just a football player, you know, and and then they swarm to the ball really, really well, and um, you know, so this matchup to me is going to be really interesting because Toller is explosive. They've got a stud running back. I think his name is Peyton Smith. Got, you know, 2,500 yards rushing or something like that. <clears throat> so, um, you know, this, this will be a challenge, but uh, I like Crawford. To answer your question, I say at least three of these four remaining teams are playing for state championships.
2: You mentioned volleyball. Baylor volleyball hosting a regional, and uh, they get to stay home uh, in this first round. That's that's uh, I think an advantage for for the uh, Baylor volleyball team.
14: Absolutely, they they were uh, going into that selection show feeling like that was going to happen. They were you know a little bit right on the cusp of it. But uh, some things worked in their favor. A, their RPI was around 15 in the country in the top 16 uh, get spots. And then one of the other schools that was fighting for uh, a a host spot was Rice. And Baylor um, wisely had put Rice on its uh, schedule this year, went down to Houston, swept Rice in three sets. I think that was a big win for Baylor in hindsight, and Ryan McGuire's team, and so that helped. And now you got Rice coming to Waco for this regional. Um, I think that's probably going to be the second round matchup. You know, um, I think Baylor will beat SFA, uh, but the Colorado Rice match uh, is the other one at the Ferrell Center, and and should be a pretty good first round NCAA volleyball match. Colorado comes out of a really good volleyball conference in the Pac-12 they've got a lot of teams ranked um so that'll be a that'll be a good match and then you know we'll see how far this team can go uh you know I think uh, it people were sleeping on this team a little bit going into the year because they lost some of the best players we've ever had in program history Yaciana Presley is just you know she was national player of the year a few years ago but they've you know, they've rebuilt and reloaded, and, and they're looking pretty good. they got the Big 12 freshman of the year in uh, Avery Carlson, their setter. So, yeah, I, I I think this team is capable of making a good run, um, you know, and whether they can get to the Final Four or not, we'll see. It, it kind of comes down to executing against really, really tough teams.
3: Bader basketball took it on the chin the other night. How badly do they want to get back on the court tomorrow night right now?
14: Man, it was it was surprising just how lopsided and bad they they kind of played in that game against Marquette. Uh yeah, I bet they're itching to get back out there because, you know, when you when you take one on the chin like that, it it stings, man. And the defense was as bad as I've really seen uh from a Scott Drew team in, in a while. I think Marquette came out you know, just ready to punch him in the mouth and, and Baylor, you know, didn't really respond. Uh, they had, you know, little mini runs, but they, you know, you just never felt like they were going to do enough to, to get back into it. And, um, you know, it just kind of was one of those things where it snowballed. Um, but yeah, when, when you play bad, put it this way. So I play pickup ball and, um, you know, I'm an old man, uh, but I still try to get up up and down and do do you know what I can do. Uh, the other day, Tuesday, I um, I did not play well, and I am itching to get back out there and <laughs> and try to erase that from my memory. So I'm sure that the Baylor uh, basketball guys who play a lot better than I do uh, are are itching to do the same thing. And, and,
2: and you uh, never take it seriously, do you, Bryce? <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying that's what I've heard. You, it's just a casual, yeah, fun yeah.
14: game, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I, no comment. Uh,
5: yeah.
2: No comment. Yeah, that's probably wise. <laughs> uh, speaking of that game, by the way, it, it is a unique game. Number one, it's going to be in Sioux Falls. Number two, it's not going to be on television. It's going to be streamed by Peacock. And number three, it's going to be an NIL opportunity for both teams.
14: Yeah. I mean, you're right. All of those things are kind of unusual, um, you know, and and this is uh, the world that we live in, I guess. Um, you know, I, I know they've been wanting to get this Baylor-Gonzaga game in for a while. Obviously, uh, we had that on the schedule, uh, was it last season, season before – I guess it was last season and, uh, you know, didn't happen because of COVID issues uh, within the Baylor program. So, um, you know, I think this one's highly anticipated. I think Mark Few and Scott Drew are, are, you know, good buddies. And so I think, you know, you'll still have the opportunity to to have Baylor-Gonzaga matchups in the future, Um, as far as the streaming and stuff goes, I mean, I I think, you know, we've all, a lot of us have entered that world of streaming, you know, within the last few years. And so that probably people will be able to figure out where it's at. It's just whether they'll, you know, whether they subscribe to it or not. Um, and then the NIL thing, I mean, you know, again, this is kind of the world of college athletics that we live in now. And, um, you know, I think you're going to see more and more of that, um, you know, and this is truly uh, pay for play, isn't it? Yeah. uh, Yeah. I mean, you can you can certainly make that case uh, and, you know, whatever. I mean, it's once they sort of said, okay, this is what you can do. Well, why not take advantage of the, the rules? You know, I mean, you're not. Uh, you're not breaking rules anymore, and uh, I think I've said this before, but it's it's kind of you know, it's it's crazy to think that a lot of the things that got teams in trouble before uh, are now just okay. You know, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, and I'm specifically thinking back to like SMU in the '80s, but uh, you know, they completely shut the team down, the program down for things that are, are you know just all hunky-dory now so but you know whatever baylor gonzaga take advantage of it if you can
2: absolutely hey bryce what do you guys got coming up uh in your coverage uh this weekend
14: besides the football and basketball and volleyball that we're covering i've got a column coming uh hoping to get that in the paper tomorrow um on matt rule uh we you know we didn't talk about him but um i just feel like this is actually kind of a good fit, him and, and Nebraska. And what I say in the column is basically this. Look, Matt Rule's kind of been a, a gypsy in his coaching career. He's, he's never been anywhere very long. Now, obviously, I think he would have liked to have stayed in Carolina uh, for a little bit longer, than, than, but that wasn't his choice. Um, but what I'm saying is, again, kind of like what I said before, uh, let this play out over the long haul. And I think he can get it done at Nebraska. I know a lot of people are saying Nebraska is not a good job anymore, but to me, if you can recruit people to, to Tuscaloosa and to Iowa city and the Ames and, and, you know, these other places that, you know, aren't garden spots in America, <laughs> then I think you can re- recruit kids to Lincoln, Nebraska. It's just, you know, again, going to probably take three years at least.
2: Got to be patient, right? And that's not a word that people like to use. Hey, hey, Bryce, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bryce Cherry for the Waco Tribune Herald. And, well, he's right. Uh, remember, Ward, once upon a time, you hired a guy and you said, okay, is he going to get four years is he going to get five years? Now he gets about 4 weeks or 5 weeks. You better start if you're winning. lucky. Yeah, if you better start wedding immediately when you get here. 853, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas.
8: Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Women
7: back home and back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center, hosting Houston Christian. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor Women's Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Women's Basketball.
8: All season long here on ESPN Central Texas.
10: A story of first downs and second chances. Meet former pro football player Michael Robinson.
7: I wanted to keep playing, but my feet hurt.
10: And all those big league experts couldn't help?
7: You have access to anything, but none of it worked.
10: Finally, he got fitted with Goodfeet Arch Supports.
7: Let me tell you something.
10: They work. Now, he recommends Goodfeet to...
7: Anybody. If you move, go to the Goodfeet
3: store.
10: Sign up for your free fitting at goodfeet.com.
3: Stop by Goodfeet Waco, located at the Central Texas Marketplace, across from Lazy Boy.
0: Big Boys Record Service and Good Feed.
2: All right, 8.56 here on this uh, Thursday. We got football for you tomorrow. We'll talk about that. We got a lot of stuff to dive into tomorrow. It will be game day tomorrow. Hey, that's going to do it for us. John Morris is coming up at 3. Matt's at 4. For Ward and Ryan, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.